Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Joe Lobbock, pastor of Sacred Heart of Jesus Parish in Wadsworth. Welcome, Father. Thanks, Tim. It's good to be here. It's great to have you again. Thank you. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church on the Ten Commandments. Today we're going to cover the Seventh Commandment, You Shall Not Steal. Question 426 of the UCAT asks, What is regulated by the Seventh Commandment, You Shall Not Steal? Well, obviously on the surface it's what it says, You Shall Not Steal, taking things that don't belong to us, whether that is uh, a car or a pencil. To take something that doesn't belong to us is still stealing. And uh, it's, a, it's an easy thing in those little things to rationalize, taking a pen or a pencil from work, things like that. We don't think much about it at all. But again, it's a very important thing because there's a whole uh, attitude there, a whole way of life. Uh, and it's not just about going out and stealing something, but it's about the respect we have for other people and their possessions. Mm-hmm. That, you know, a person has something that's theirs, just like we want people to respect what we have. We don't want somebody coming in and taking what belongs to us. So the whole idea is very easily summed up as Jesus did in the Golden Rule. You know, treat people the way you want to be treated. So, you know, we just don't take things that don't belong to us, whether it's a, a physical, material thing or whether it's an idea. It it all has the same idea, the same thought behind it. Mm-hmm. So. so 427 of the UCAN asks, why is there no absolute right to private property? Well, what's the purpose of private property? It's not, again, just my right to accumulate as much as I possibly can. Some people look at it that way in a very one-sided, a very extreme way. But, you know, throughout the history, private property becomes important because when we own something, then we are free to do whatever we want with it. But God's plan is ultimately that we, whatever we have, we share with other people just like they did in the Acts of the Apostles. The Apostles never required people to sell their homes or their belongings and give the money to the church, to the Apostles, for the work that they were doing. But people voluntarily did that. So you have to own something to voluntarily give it away or or share it with the poor. So it has to be private property. That's an essential thing. But again, the accumulation of private property is not all about me. It's not, I don't have all this stuff because I'm so great and wonderful. And God bless me. This is what they thought. It's a lot of times in the Old Testament, people had a lot of wealth because they were very blessed by God. And so they were assured salvation because of that blessing. 
But God blesses us so that we can bless others with what he's given us. And so even though it is private property, as it should be, it's, it's ours. But what God has entrusted to us, he means for us to use not just for us, but for others, especially those less fortunate than we are. I think you bring up a good point, Father. It's really a mindset, and the mindset should be that everything we have is a gift from God. Right. We may have to work for it, but again, that's a gift to have the ability to be able to earn it. Exactly. And not only are we supposed to share it with others, but you know that also comes into play with tithing. Uh, we need to give a portion of it back to God because it's all his anyway. We should give back a portion to support the church. Right. It's the first fruits are given to God. You know, that's that's the whole idea. That's a, a very ancient tradition within. The, and that's what the whole thing was between Cain and Abel. You know, they, you know, they didn't want, Cain didn't want to give the best to God. He gave him what was left over. Mm -hmm. And he was jealous of his brother, so he killed him. But God is asking us for the top part, mm -hmm. not what's left over, not what I won't miss. But it's it's meant to be a sacrifice. It's all about good stewardship, realizing that what I have, as you said, is given to me by God. It's really his. Mm -hmm. And he's entrusted it to me, just like he has entrusted to all of us the beautiful world that he made for us. Mm -hmm. So we have an obligation to take care of it, to nurture it, and have it for the generations that will come after us. Mm -hmm. So again, it's a mindset. It's a mindset of understanding that everything is a gift from God, number one. But number two, in thankfulness, giving some back to him and also sharing it with others because we are so blessed. Yeah. And that's the best way to say thank you to God. We can say thank you, thank you, thank you our whole life long and still keep raking it in. Mm -hmm. But the best way to really say thank you to God is to give it away, give some of it away. Mm -hmm. I think Mother Teresa uh, said that we should give until it hurts. Right. And for the same reason that you said, giving is supposed to be a sacrifice. It's supposed to hurt at least a little bit. Yes. Okay, number uh, 428 of the UCAT asks, what is theft and what falls under the seventh commandment? Well, all kinds of theft. Theft is, like I said, it's taking things that don't belong to us. Whether that's, you know, a kid in school cheating on a test, copying answers from the kid next to him, it's still stealing. It's stealing his work, copying homework. Again, that's not right. It's, and kids know it's not right, but it is a form of stealing. Or stealing someone's idea and making it and passing it off as your own. These are all things. And then, of course, the more obvious things is just outright theft. Taking something that doesn't belong to us, going into someone's house, breaking in, taking things. Or however it's done, shoplifting. All kinds of things, you know, that we just, you know, we but we try to rationalize it. Well, they have a lot of those things in the store, and they're not going to miss the one or two that I take, or they have insurance that covers it. A million reasons why, but it all comes down, it's theft. It's taking something that doesn't belong to us. It's disrespecting the person and their right to the property. 
two two things that uh, come to mind that fall under theft uh, for adult for us adults. Uh, one is not giving a full day's wage to our employer, right? And and slacking and cutting corners and really not giving a full effort for eight hours or however long it is we're supposed to be working. So that that is a form of theft. Another one that comes to me uh, every time in the spring is paying as little taxes as I can because I don't like the way the government is spending my tax dollars. So I'm going to justify paying a little and maybe even slightly telling some fibs on my returns and falsifying records to a certain degree or counterfeiting so that I can lower the amount I have to pay in taxes and I can justify it because I don't like the way the government's spending my money for abortions and contraception and war and, and, and all the other things. Yeah. That we, like I said, we can rationalize everything to any extent that we choose. And some of us are really good at it. And very, very good <laughs> at it. But it's still a matter of justice, you know. You, to be honest about it and do it the, the way it's supposed to be done. If, you know, it, people talk about it, sure it can be the IRS and all this stuff can be very uh, unjust way of taxing. And some people think that taxing income is wrong to begin with and that was the thought for a long time up mm -hmm. until the early 1900s that was what people thought even the supreme court wouldn't allow a uh, tax on income but the law changes you know and so uh if we want to protest that we can do it in a lot of ways who we vote for who we you know in our conversations we can do a lot of things but mm -hmm. We still have an obligation. Taxes are meant for the common good, ultimately, mm -hmm. for our protection, for our welfare, covers an array of things. And so in justice, we should pay the tax, just like Jesus himself said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, give to God what is God's. Jesus does have a way of saying it best, doesn't he? Right. So again, yeah. using uh, legal uh, Tax deductions and ways to lower taxes is okay, but it's yes. obviously immoral to evade taxes or to commit tax fraud. Right. How about this, Father? May a Christian speculate in the stock market or in Internet stocks? Well, that's the speculation is not a, a, a crime. It's not wrong. It's like, you know, just, okay, I think this might be a good thing, good place to put my money. It might be a good investment. It might not. But, again, we are free to do with our money whatever we want. Ultimately, so speculation in in stock markets and things like that uh, are okay as long as what we're hopefully what we're investing in is is a a moral thing. You know, people unfortunately have made a lot of money investing in birth control pills and and stuff like that that are are harmful to mm -hmm. people. So we don't want to get we want to try to stay away from investing in giving our using our money for things that are obviously immoral and wrong. Mm -hmm. How about a Christian uh, making bets, playing games of chance, or you know, gambling or betting in general? Is, is that against church teaching? No, I don't think it's not against church teaching as long as it's done, like many things, in moderation. You don't take your whole paycheck or which you're, with which you're supposed to pay the rent and feed your kids and you know just waste it away gambling. That would be terribly wrong. But for the sake of entertainment and reasonability, that it's okay to take a little bit and, and have some fun with that. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you are meeting 
your responsibilities, especially to your family and to those less fortunate. Mm-hmm. And if there's something left over, we go, you know, we might entertain ourselves that way, spend it on a movie, going out to dinner, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's it's part of of what that's given to us for too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like food or alcohol. It's fine in moderation, but right. if we do it to an excess, then it would be a sin true, yeah. uh, against uh, the temples of, of our bodies. What what does the church have to say about buying and selling human beings, human trafficking? Well, obviously that's way out of out of whack, you know, in the sense that human trafficking is a very big problem in in our world today. There are literally millions of people that are victims of this of this great crime. A person is a person, and they are given a free will by God, an intellect, and no one has the right to buy and sell them. We we I think we determined that in the in the Civil War mm-hmm. and the Constitution of the United States, as as many countries have, that slavery is wrong. We don't use people that way. Mm-hmm. Respect the dignity of each person, whether that person is man or woman or child or unborn child. Mm-hmm. We respect the dignity of each human life from the moment of conception to natural death. Well said, Father. We've been listening to Father Joe Lobbock. Can we have your blessing before we go, Father? And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry. May God bless you and yours. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.